0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
3: The Parkins and Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give
0: me a hell yeah.
3: Oh, hell yeah.
2: All right, let's hear from the mob. Jordan in Wakanda. What up, Jordan? Hey,
3: Danny. Uh, you know, I called you a few times during the season
0: asking you if you were ready to have a QB1 funeral. Yeah. And every time you said no, you weren't ready yet. And now that you publicly declare you're ready to trade fields, I imagine the answer to that is yes, you are ready to have a QB1 funeral. And I'm thinking, when you do say yes, I'm thinking you should make this like a thing. Like, get a budget from Mitch, get a venue. You're kind of a I don't know where you're going. Have it in a place,
3: it's like sitting shiva, right? My brother Tom and Dan and I, my mother took us over there as my father went to a Jewish ceremony for a person who passed away. They, be, they call that a shiva. Here's the 2-0. Like, we'll bring a Kugel. We'll make it a whole big thing. What are you waiting for? I'll meet you at Max and Benny's after the show. No party, City balloons and boas. I- like, real stuff. If Justin Fields walks onto the internet and sees that a radio
2: host is having a funeral, yeah. that's
3: kind of in bad taste. The person who I was honoring was the mother of my best man at my funeral there's
0: one more option for an audio not a funeral but a send-off and that would be a song for the justin fields forever album a qb we have hope
3: about justin fields forever end of intro to funeral speech good afternoon to everyone i'm kenny powers close your eyes everybody now picture shane's face his body youthful and full of life now picture Shane now. His cold, lifeless face. Eyeballs mushed and smashed in. Little strands of hair still just coming off of his head. Looks all scary, like that little smartass from Tales from the Crypt, the little Crypt Keeper guy. That's the kind of skeleton that Shane is now. One, two, three. And here, here we go, go. Jim. Here we go. Here we go, Jim. Here we go, Tony. The Parkinson Spiegel Show, afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. All
2: right, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Parkinson Spiegel on The Score. Spiegs had to go to do something with the family, so uh, me, Shane, and Tanny will hang out for the last hour. Hope everyone is staying safe and prepared uh, for this snowstorm that is coming. We will. Uh, I'm gonna tell a story about how I think uh, we can improve society together. We'll get to that at some point this hour. I uh, have some things from the finally, I, dude. I know, I know. I got society's been waiting for you. I got an idea. I got an idea that it will, it, I'm not saying fix society, but just a little bit of progress, one percent better, one percent man improvement. We'll 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 get there in a second. Shane and Tanny, hope you're uh, staying warm and inside from the snow. Oh. Yeah, it's that time again. It's that time again. That's that's we right. are. Stay inside. We're place. right over here. Stay
0: inside. I see you. I hope Marta's been putting the work in. Yeah. <laughs> Get your car out of drive yeah away. Did Marta winterize your snowmobile, <laughs> your snowblower, last winter, last this spring? No,
2: snowblower still is not uh mm-hmm. not operational. The Rise urban- and grind,
0: Marta. Rise <laughs> and grind.
2: <laughs> the urban gray though, four wheel drive baby. I should be. I should be fine. Uh, what,
1: what if Steph has to leave the house?
2: I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'll be leaving early to get down here for Cubs Convention tomorrow. Okay. She, she, she's, she's on her own. Everything should be fine. We've got enough of things in the house. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be fine. Um, when Boomer Syason two hours ago, and you should check out the rewind feature on the Odyssey app if you missed it, he said, I met Caleb. I've watched almost all of his games from the last two years. He's can't miss. He's the guy that'll take your, your team for the next decade. He was, it was effusive in his praise. And I got very excited uh, because that's what I want the Bears to do. It's what I think the Bears will do. And I don't think it's that difficult of a decision, frankly, for Ryan Poles. And everything that's going to happen between now and April is going to be a lot of posturing. That's what I think. But obviously, he has to explore every avenue. He has to see if he likes any of the other quarterbacks uh, almost as much. He has to see if he flunks the character thing. He has to see if he gets, you know, completely blown away by a trade offer. I understand the due diligence that a GM has to do that a radio host Uh, Doesn't necessarily have to do. But what I don't get is the fear. Like the outright abject fear that we get back from some Bears fans on the text line and calls on Twitter. Some version of this is where quarterbacks come to die. They'll Bears it up. They'll mess it up. Did you see fields behind that offensive line against Green Bay? Caleb would be running for his life, too. He wouldn't have people to throw to just like Justin didn't. He would struggle just like Justin has. It's history repeating itself. He's soft. He can't handle Chicago. He'll bust. These guys can't handle it here. All that versions of fear. Do people not realize that take any of these prospects that Rick Spielman just listed in that uh, clip that we played with Dave Wanstead, About 45 minutes ago. And I'm not going to go all the way back to Elway. But in terms of team quarterbacks. That were considered transcendent. That were taken number one overall. You realize that Caleb Williams. Is going through an infinitely better situation. Than all of them right. I know it's weird. To think about. But. The Chicago Bears. Are a good spot. For a quarterback to succeed. Period. That is, I would argue, virtually impossible to dispute. You would be making an argument based on fear, pessimism, cynicism, that's pessimism. Not, pessimism, 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 Uh, One of the isms. We'll
0: roll with it. We'll figure out a meaning for it.
2: Yeah, one of the isms. We'll fix it in post. Thank you uh he's such a pessimist (laughs) race it from the fcc check
0: that it's live radio i can't fix it oh
2: no Uh, but like honestly man way better situation than joe burrow walked into in cincy way better not even close they drafted jamar chase later much better situation We were talking I think it was yesterday or two days ago when someone mentioned Joe Burrow that first year when he got hurt behind the bad offensive line and then he lost season after that. Yeah. And then he comes back and they build a line around him for him. And, like, Justin's line right now is much better than the line that Joe Burrow had his first year. Yeah. And even with the sack and the injury, they still were like, eh, we'll take Jamar Chase over Panay Sewell. Thank you. Playmakers for your playmaking quarterback. But he didn't have that stuff when he got there. They were the worst team in the league when he got there because that's how they got the number one pick. The Jaguars were the worst team in the league before Trevor Lawrence got there. That's how they got the number one pick. Andrew Luck, they were the worst team in the league. Now, that one was a little unique because a year before they weren't, and they had Peyton Manning, and he got hurt, and then they were the worst team. But, like, they traded Peyton. They started over. It was an old roster. This is a good situation for a quarterback. I would argue the only thing keeping it from being a great situation is we don't know who the top offensive coach is going to be. And I'm not saying that that doesn't matter. But coaching Caleb Williams should get you qualified coaches it's why I would have fired Eberflus we went over this in the last you know couple of days but and I know it's about more than just the quarterback but but honestly you have a top 10 pick at right tackle you have a left guard in Tevin Jenkins who thought he should have made the pro bowl and had an okay case for it you have a starting caliber player in Braxton Jones And you've got a quality veteran free agent in Nate Davis. You have four of your five starters on the offensive line locked in. Maybe you try to upgrade from Braxton Jones. We'll see. But I can tell you who four of the five starters are going to be next year and that they're real NFL caliber players. You just got to find a center. Find a center. Trade for a center. Sign a center in free agency. Draft a center in the second or third round. Fine. Okay. Doable. Ryan Poles rebuilt the Chiefs offensive line, former NFL offensive lineman, found Braxton Jones late, signed Nate Davis, that's worked, signed Darnell Wright, or drafted Darnell Wright, that's worked. Relative amount of trust that Ryan Poles will be able to evaluate a competent NFL center uh, in this offseason with his draft capital and his, his money that he has to spend. DJ Moore, top 15 receiver in football. That's a pretty good situation. Cole Komet, top 10 tight end in football. That's a pretty good situation. And oh yeah, by the way, the ninth pick, go draft Brock Bowers, go draft Roma Dunze, the kid from Washington. Go draft the second or third best receiver behind Marvin Harrison Jr. Pretty good situation. There's no reason to think that the next Bears quarterback that would be drafted, especially this prospect at number one overall, would fail other than the odds of it happening to any team in the league. I'm just saying it's not more likely that he fails here than anywhere else. In fact, it's less likely that he fails here than almost any other situation that any other number one pick has gone into in NFL history. Sometimes teams trade up for it, right? Like Eli Manning forces his way to a different situation. Elway forces his way to a different situation. It's not always the worst team in the league that picks number one. I understand that. It does get traded before. But, like, for a team that is picking number one, when we talk about all of these quarterback prospects, the Bears are objectively in a better situation. So I really don't get why people think it's going to fail and why they're scared of it. We can open up the phone lines if you want, 312-644-6767, if you're terrified by Bears history, but I just know we're going to deal with that for the next three and a half months, and it's, it's apples and bowling balls comparing what Baker Mayfield inherited in Cleveland or what Kyler Murray inherited in Arizona or, I mean, any of them. It's different than Burrow. It's 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 even different than the ones that have worked. Like, it, 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 he is starting from such a better position than those other guys. And I know not everybody sees the game the same way that I do, but I really would argue that there's nothing more exciting than the possibility of greatness at that position other than having a team that can win the Super Bowl. And if you added greatness at that position to this Bears team, they could win the Super Bowl. Like if the defense is as good as you all say it is, top five, and you add greatness at quarterback on a cheap contract with an executive who knows what he's doing, they could be in the Super Bowl in two years. You know how I know that? Pat Mahomes was. Joe Burrow what three years? Like I I just I don't know man. I don't think there's anything to fear here. There really isn't. So be bold about it. Be excited about it. I understand love and Justin. I I get that part of it completely. Uh but I don't I don't get the fear. That ah, it's the Bears. They'll they'll bears it up. They'll mess it up. They, this is a good situation, objectively. C.J. Stroud would have done well here. Would he have done as well here as he's done in Houston? I don't know. They don't have Bobby Slowick, but maybe Luke Getzey would be getting head coaching interviews because he had C.J. Stroud. It's a player's league, it really is, and. uh I just, I don't want it for you. I don't want the fear for you. This is exciting. This is good. (laughs) This is, as my guy Marlo Stanfield in the wire said, one of them good problems. You have a starting caliber quarterback. You can get a much better, much younger, cheaper one without having to mortgage your future to get him. In fact, someone else mortgaged their future so you could get them. And you get to drop them into a ready-to-win situation. I don't know. Sounds pretty, pretty, pretty good to me. All right, who says that uh, that I'm crazy here? Sounds like Robert in, uh, in Lincolnwood says I'm crazy? Yes. Go ahead, Robert. What's up, man? You're on the score.
0: Hey, how's it going? I, you know, in a ideal world, yeah, they would draft Caleb Williams and they would, like, get the, ed, you know, the edge rusher out of Alabama or draft the receiver out of Washington with the ninth pick. But, like, I just – I keep going back and forth, too, and I just, you know, like, I just don't think they're going to do it. For some reason, I think they're going to pick Fields, trade the pick, draft Marvin Harrison, and then try and get another edge rusher with, you know, with Montez. And um, when the you know, the good thing to do would be to draft it. And if you, you know, if you look on, I've looked at the different scenarios on online and stuff and everything, you know, with the mock drafts and they keep going back and forth, but it's just, I just don't have a lot of faith in the, in the bears. I have faith in polls, but I don't have a lot of faith in Ebercluth and just the coaching staff. And then, you know, the decision makers, the McCaskies, like, I, I I think you're being a little bit overly uh, optimistic. Okay, but what would Bengals
2: fans have said before Joe Burrow got there?
0: I, I know the thing though is that we're not hundred percent sure that the Bears are going to make the smart decision and draft Caleb Williams. You know, like it's, it's 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 their mind thinking as an organization is so bipolar that it's not like it's it's not like it's not stable. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, ideally, they would draft Caleb Williams, reset the clock. And then we would have two good receivers or two edge rushers, and then we could compete. And then you know use the other draft capital. But I just think you're being a little too optimistic. I'm, I don't right, have. A listen, lot of Robert, to I, awkward, I I man. I think a
2: lot of people agree with you, man. And thanks for the call. And again, if they did that, I would be floored by it. But Justin is starting caliber, and if they hit on guys around him, like ne- they won seven games this year, Justin missed what four and the first four games were, like, a complete trash Like, next year's team would be good with Justin and with a bunch of added draft capital. The Bears are going to be good next year in either scenario. I just think Caleb sets them up to be great soon and for much longer. Much longer. So I just don't see how this is a scary time for Bears fans. I was as frustrated as anybody that they retained Eberflus because I wanted to go hire Ben Johnson and the top offensive guys that I could find to cultivate Caleb Williams. But I just, I really don't think there's bad moves out there right now. Now, personally, will I criticize them if they pass on Caleb? Yeah, because then I think they will have passed on Stroud, obviously, and passed on Caleb, and that seems silly. Silly, 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 silly. Uh, Let's see here. Who else is scared? I don't know. It looks like Brian and Peoria might be a little scared. Brian, you scared? Um,
1: not scared of them moving on from Fields. Scared of them taking
2: Williams. So you're scared of the guy. What, 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 what are you scared about with Caleb? Well, I'll
1: let well, you make so, your own case. Well, let's go with this. When Fields was coming out, the big knock on him was that he couldn't process quick enough because he held the ball too long in college. And he held it for 3.01 seconds time to throw in college. Yeah. Williams, when he won the Heisman, was 3.44 seconds from time to throw, and he improved to like 3.3 this year. Yep. And that was with first-round draft pick receivers when he won the Heisman and stuff like that. With one,
2: with Jordan Addison.
1: Yeah, but when you look at how he does against good teams versus cupcakes, 51% completion percentage, six touchdowns, six interceptions, and was at five or six games against top 25 teams of his career. Uh,
2: and nearly, and, and nearly, pitch. I think, it, I think, in two hundred and eighty something yards passing per
1: game, you have to understand, man. No, oh, no, 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 no. Against the top twenty-five, he's one hundred and seventy yards passing again. No,
2: no, no, he isn't. That was, that was no, that, no, that yes. That, that, that was, he
1: was three. He, he was three seventeen of versus outside the top twenty-five. He, he's not. It takes it down to two eighty-seven because of what he did against the top twenty-five. But my, but listen. First of all,
2: that is I I have I've seen the same graphic going around that you are. If you're doing for the entire career, there's a difference there, but also
1: he No, no, this he, was the this he, is the entire this was for his entire career. He is on but Then a, you throw in you okay. throw in how long he holds the ball. But the he
2: Okay, but did you watch I mean, did you watch Justin Fields in college? Yes, I did. Okay. And I thought so, Justin was a reach too. But 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 Justin, then you would know Justin He had four of his five offensive linemen from that team have already been drafted in the NFL. Right? Yeah,
1: he had a he had a great team around him.
2: And so he, he was did. standing back there because he was a killer. He was a touchdown to checkdown guy, right? He stood in the pocket. He wasn't running around doing the improvisational stuff that Caleb does, that Mahomes does, that Josh Allen does. He was standing in the pocket behind a great pass-protecting offensive line that are all in the NFL throwing to four dudes, primarily Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, but also some to Jackson Smith and Jigba and some to Jamison Williams, all top 15 picks in the NFL draft, We're, right? So,
1: for you watch, four, four, Williams starts oh, scrambling around, it's after, it's after three seconds usually when he starts scrambling co- around. No, he no, it, no, it he's, isn't. He's going, no, it isn't. Is going to be a bust. It first of all, guaranteed. It, he, I think the Bears should move on from Fields. But Williams will be a bust. Listen, okay, he scrambles backwards and tries to get outside like Rex. Rex But his offensive line,
2: he he is he is scrambling out of necessity. He's not like seeing ghosts. The guy, he he, he's running. He does not have NFL offensive linemen in front of him. He did not have an NFL.
1: I'm not saying he didn't scramble out of necessity, but part of it was he held the ball too long.
2: But he's holding the ball long because he's a playmaker who can run. The guy had five interceptions this year. He's not like some sort of like crazy risk taker. He holds the ball so that he can make plays because his dudes don't get open immediately. So when his line collapses because they're not going to the NFL and they're going to be accountants and movie producers because they go to USC, he bails from the pocket, runs around, and goes, make, goes and makes miracles happen.
1: It's a different actually, type of three and a half did, seconds. Had, last year he actually did have two offensive linemen that were drafted to. They're not His line wasn't horrible. It wasn't as good as what Fields has. No. But it wasn't horrible, okay. and you should still be getting rid of the rid of the ball a lot quicker than that. And there's
2: a Especially ton of film on. K- exactly
1: known for defense. There is a ton
2: of film on Caleb Williams of him snapping and throwing and playing on time within the pocket. Man,
1: like I. Yeah, and it's all against. And that's against the cupcake teams. When he plays the best teams, he is not good. So you think Caleb? Williams, so, so
2: who do you think is the better player? Between who? The two guys between we're talking fields about. Fields and Williams.
1: Yeah. Um, right now, we you know the devil. We know the devil that we have in Fields. So if it's between those two, I would stick with Fields. I'd rather see Jaden Daniels or Drake May. Okay. Okay. Well, listen. Call back next
2: season. I want to revisit this, man. I don't think that's going to happen. And I think that listen, if you don't like Caleb Williams, the prospect, and thank you for the call. Fine. But that's not fear that the Bears can't get it right at quarterback. That's that you disagree with the argument around this quarterback prospect. Fine. Reasonable minds can disagree on this. Guys bust all the time. But what I'm talking about is the belief that the Bears can't get it right. Like, if you're like, Caleb's not the guy, but Drake may. Drake may would lead the Bears to the promised land for the next decade. Well, then, okay, cool. Fine. Then we disagree on the prospect, and we've got three months to debate all of that stuff. As does Ryan Poles. But what I'm talking about is this belief that Bears fans are like, this isn't a good situation. This is where Bears fans go to, die, uh, where quarterbacks go to die. Bears fans don't go to That's die. That's right. Also, <laughs> yeah. I feel that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. What? Uh, which? I don't see anyone online one right now. I'm sorry, Shane. no. I'm but
1: saying one more caller before what, break.
2: One more
3: call. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad.
2: We have uh, Dave in Bloomington. Go ahead, Dave.
3: Hey, long time listener, love the show, but on my way home every day you're ruining it with this with this Caleb Williams. Oh, I'm okay. so sorry. He doesn't want to play he doesn't I know, I'm sorry. He doesn't want to play for us. He likes every comment about Justin Fields, about, about us keeping him. Look, what, do you know do you know why?
1: Years,
3: listen, just hold on. Over you, the next okay. two years, with the with the fifth year option, we'll owe him up to thirty million bucks. That's yeah. cheap, right? And we're gonna get an arsenal of, of picks if we trade back in 2 years we can have another Caleb Williams or the next you know rising but star. then you have to give and up multiple really
2: assets play. to move up for the same risk as opposed to just using one asset to take the guy right
3: now i know but but he but it, he's toxic right he doesn't want to, or he's not toxic he just doesn't want to play for us right what makes um, you think that he doesn't want to play USC, for you huh
2: what makes you think that Caleb Williams doesn't want to play for the bears his twitter well, likes i don't
3: know you know they I, it's stupid that they release that they they They've sent out that list. You know what I mean? And now, that
2: list you know, is not. That list is a fabrication of the internet. There is no well,
3: it, sourced it is evidence right to, to
2: suggest that that is real. There's nothing to suggest that it's real.
3: It's not a right to play. In, it's into the NFL. It's a privilege, right? So it's to me. No, know, he's earned the right. You, you better play, right? You better play, but. The, the fact is, I feel like there's a lot of us Bears fans that don't want don't, to, that already don't want to put up with them because we weren't on that list or he likes these comments that, about just That Jones list isn't saying. real.
2: That list means nothing. When he, when the, he that, that list the- is like you and your wife saying, like, you know, like, my list, uh, Mila Kunis and Cameron Diaz and Angelina Jolie, the list is
3: nothing. The list means nothing. You're not going to, you I have know. no shot. No, he he listed or he's he's liking the stuff about us keeping Justin Fields. He I, don't want to come here. I, oh funny. my god,
2: I'm looking at his likes right now. His most recent like, Jason Tatum clutch. His next one, damn Stephen A Smith talk your bleep LOL. The next one, real coaching. The next Justin, one, University of Central Florida takes down Kansas.
3: The next one, a Kanye West about, like album cover. Okay. Well, the how nat- about when USC, how about when USC snapped against uh or Without Caleb Williams and, and how all the teams are saying, now we got a team. Now we got a One team because- guy said that
2: running out of a tunnel. We have no idea if he was talking about it with Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams was on the sideline for that game. Guys were running over to him, giving him hugs. He was hugging the quarterback who had six touchdowns. By, by he was hugging serious, him back. We
3: take that joke. We take that joker. Then what? Then, you know, okay. we, we, I don't know. Can he hold out? What, what's the story? So, you so fear. I mean?
2: That that smells like fear.
3: No, it's not fear. It 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 sounds like you're scared. Somebody's going to pay us. Somebody's going to mortgage their whole future for the next three years. But, dude, Dave, Dave, you will will find
2: out before you draft him if he doesn't want to be here. As
3: of now, there is no indication that he doesn't want to be here. I'm interested to see how the combine is going to go. I want to see how all that shakes out. I think you cannot trade back soon. This is something that you can do late late in the, you know, like in All April.
2: Right. All right. Well, okay. Yeah, no. We, I get it. Just if you're scared, get a dog, man. Like it, is, it is right there, right there for you to go get a great one and take your shot at dropping a great prospect into a situation that would make it way less likely that he busts. Because people are always like, these guys just bust. Well, sometimes they bust because they're in terrible situations. They're not a terrible situation. All right, I've divided the audience again. We can unite on something that I think everybody enjoys, my staggering incompetence. I'll tell you the story next on The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.